Belis Daily, Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR radio network. Talking baseball right now with Edward Little head baseball coach Dave Jordan. They're coming off of a victory the other day, 11-4 to over rival Lewis. Do you like, uh, Coach, do you like playing your uh, your your, uh, your your rivals, your, your rival school this early in the season? I mean, you won, so I mean, I'm sure that's cool, but do you like playing them that early in the season for a rivalry game? I mean, you'll play them again later, but I uh, wasn't sure if you'd rather see them later on. Talking with Dave Jordan, he's the head baseball coach of the Edward Little Red Eddies. Coach, uh, <clears throat> what? What? Uh, tell us a little bit about who you got coming back from last year, and then maybe surprises, guys that you look uh, to maybe make a difference this year. Uh, good morning, Coach Wayne. Good to hear your voice. Uh, we uh, we actually have a lot of new guys this year um, in terms of at least in the lineup. Um, our, our team, like I said, this to a couple pe- different people that I feel like our team probably has the highest ceiling uh, potential from where we start and where we finish of a, of a team I've had in, in the most recent memory. Um, you know, we lost, I believe it was nine seniors off our team last year, but we've, you know, we always have a large practice um, roster and um, a lot of the guys who are breaking into the lineup who might be more, um, you know, upperclassmen have been kind of sitting and waiting while, you know, working hard in practice. And we have a lot of uh, younger guys who they may not have as much experience, but I feel like they're, they're very athletic and they've played a lot of baseball. Um, coming through. So um, some of the guys that people would know, uh, you know Grant Hartley um, has been a guy that, that has you know shown a lot of power, you know, you know hitting the baseball for us the last couple of years. I think last year he might have had five home runs in the regular season. Uh, you know, he's, he's a guy, you know, mainstay in our lineup. Uh, Max Bell is another person that's a three-year starter like Grant. Uh, he's played, you know, started off as an outfield, a third baseman and moved into the catching position the last few years and, and we're kind of Catching him some, playing him at third some too. Um, and then Austin Brown was a starter for us at shortstop last year as a, uh, as a freshman. So those are our three primary guys back. Uh, now in terms of like, new guys coming in, um, um, you know, and that's relative because all these guys have been in the program with us. These haven't been necessarily in the varsity lineup. Ethan Brown, Austin's brother, is a junior who's one of our better pitchers. Um, he looked good in the spring um, for us so far in the preseason. Uh, you know, we have some sophomores with Giles Perry. Um, his his uh, father, Byrne, was a really good baseball player that came through DL back in the 80s and played at, you know, some colleges and stuff um, in the early 90s. Um, he's going to catch for us quite a bit at DH, uh, try to protect Grant in the lineup, you know, behind him. He's a big guy, can hit the ball far. Um, Jake Arrell is something that not, not many people know about, but he's kind of a super utility guy. He can catch, play some third, Melfield from second, and yeah, he's a very good pitcher as well. Um, so we're trying to keep him away from behind the plate if we can, use him as a pitcher if we can. Um, and then uh, Ben Cassidy, somebody else who's hit really well for us. Uh, I think he's got like six or seven hits in the first three games in the five hole. He's also a guy that can pitch. So those are some of the names that I would say. Um, you know, any day we could have four to five sophomores or freshmen in a lineup. But, so it's nice that we've been able to get off to a fast start with uh, as many youthful guys we have. We are talking with Coach Dave Jordan from the Edward Little Red Eddies. 
Coach, who, uh, who are you looking in, on your schedule or in your league uh, as one of the teams to beat? Coach, you still there? Coach, um, Coach, we still got you. There we go. Okay, All right, there, there we go. go. Okay, that's good. Um, I think, you know, going into the season, you always have to start with Bangor. Because uh, Bangor, I think they've won, what, four in a row. They've won Legion titles. Uh, Dave Morris has just done a fantastic job with that program up there. Uh, every year they seem to reload, find new names that can go in there and pitch and hit, field the ball. Um, so there's somebody, and they started off, um, they started off, you know, with, with a few wins here and, and then beaten some pretty good opponents right off the bat. Uh, you know, Lewiston is a team that I think should be very respected. They have a lot of guys back. I know we got them the other day. We, we you know, we got them on a day. I don't think they, they were nearly as played the best they could. Uh, we're fortunate on, on that end for the win um, piece. Um, and, and Oxford Hills. Oxford Hills is somebody that uh, what they did last year with with as many young guys as they have. Um, and I feel kind of we're kind of like in that position this year, like they were last year. We're hoping that we can kind of do something like they did in terms of, you know, the wins and losses. Um, they just have everybody back, basically. They have mostly uh, juniors, a few sophomores, um, tons of pitching, and uh, I think they're real good. And then I'd say the other team that, that you know, got us in the playoffs last year, Mount Airat. Um, you know, people need to respect them. They, you know, they knocked off, uh, I want to say they knocked off Foxes two years ago. They knocked us out last year, um, which we were pretty disappointed. We, we felt like we left a little premature up in the playoff spot, but they, they're, they're a very solid team. Um, I know they have a new coach down there. I don't really know him, um, but they, they seem like they're they're off to a decent start already. Um, a couple of the sleepers, I would say. I think uh, Coach LeBlanc up to Scout Egan is doing a fantastic job. Uh, he's got a, a lot of pitching. I uh, was able to go out and watch them play against Mount Ararat this weekend, and uh, they look like they, they can feel that and, and really uh, pitch strikes and, and uh, pitch contact, and he has some solid guys on that team, and uh, I think the Hamden team is underrated. They had to replace a lot of guys. We, we were able to not to win against them uh, 5-1 opening day, but they were a team that was pretty solid. I know Oxford Hills uh, had to come from behind to beat them 3-2 on the second game of the season. So those are some of the teams. I don't want to disrespect anybody by not naming them, but I'd say those are probably six teams that we definitely know we have to you know make sure we bring our A game on those days. Now, coach, you you made the switch uh, when you first took over the baseball coach uh, baseball program in Auburn to playing at Auburn Suburban. Now, what's that been like? Oh, it's been great. Um, you know, Pettengill Park is the, such a historic park in Auburn, and everybody loves Pettengill. Uh, but one of the pieces that was happening is that uh, a lot of the, all our days, like a day like this, it's raining. Uh, it would be available for a couple days after. So games are always getting switched, and uh, a lot of times they'd be switched to Suburban anyways. Um, so we, you know, I'm on the Auburn Suburban board. I'm out there, and I'm working with the youth system, and, and we made a decision for, one, for the field purpose, that the field drains really well. Um, we can get out on that field more. Um, it has lights, so we can have, you know, we have a traditional night game with Lewis, and we have opportunities to play other games with the lights at times as well. Um, and also in terms of practice time and things like that, we have to shift stuff around. The other thing, too, is just to kind of build that sense of, of community out there. So softball's out there as well now. Um, they used to have this big top that was kind of uh, behind home plate. Uh, just by chance, uh, Coach Lashwa and I, we couldn't get the top up one day because it was windy. And we had like four or five days when we wouldn't be able to get it up. Um, so that's kind of like obstructs the view, you know, when it's up, but it kind of keeps people out from behind there. Well, that weekend we had people come up to us and say, 
wow, what a great idea now having that that pop up. <laughs> we can see the game; it opens it all up. It's like a big, you know, big community event now. We can see it from the snack shack and all this different stuff. Like, okay, so we keep it down now, and um, it's been really, really good. We have kids will trickle in for their games or practices, and and uh, stop by and watch a little baseball. And um, I think that you know, we, you know, there's one of those people looking at, hey, I want to be on that field someday. And, and play on that team, they and they all know the the guys' numbers, names, and and uh, come watch bat and practice or whatever and stuff before their practice, before their practice, youth practice. It's been fun. You know, mentioning that you can op- have the opportunity to play at night. Uh, I uh, one of my early coaching jobs, I was uh, Bob Kelly's assistant baseball coach at Bangor High School. Yeah, doesn't get any better than that. No. and uh, those are the days that Bangor had lights oh, up at okay. Garland Street. Uh, yeah, and. Of course, Manfield is a, a tremendous field, but it was so nice. We got a lot of comments from parents saying, boy, it's hard for me to get to a 3.30 game or a 4 yeah. o'clock game, but boy, you know, 6.30 or 7, I can get there, you know, that kind of thing. And and yeah. we, we got a lot of good feedback about that. No, I think I think you're right. Um, you know, I mean, early in the season, it's always cold, so you don't want to play a whole lot of night games early <laughs> in the season. But, um, but as the season wears on, you start getting nicer weather. And I know we use the same field for Legion, and, a lot of times we push games back at night when we had Lock Mills come down from Bethel, and you know it's easier for the for their kids to get there, you know, after they work or whatever their their, their activities are. And like you said, in parents, it's, those four o'clock games are tough. Um, I wish that our softball field had lights as well, because um, then we could probably do more games like that. Um, but you know, where they don't have lights, it's tough to have a you know school come down. Your know, softball gonna play first, baseball be second. Um, just you know, from a time commitment, but yeah, it definitely definitely helps with uh, with having that option. Though, coach, is there any rule involved with uh, if you wanted to uh, have a playoff game under the lights? What's the is there? Can the other team say no? We don't want to play under the lights because it's an advantage for your team. Yeah, so you have to have a mutual agreement. Um, my first year there, we did that. Um, Mount Blue came down and we played. Uh, well-played game. We ran into a pitcher who was hot that day, Amos Heron. It seems like every time we played Mount Blue, he pitched, and he was on his A game, and they were they actually knocked us out that year. But it was just it was it was nice because we you know there were a ton of people there. Um, nice setting for that. Uh, you know, when, at night when you turn those lights on, and sometimes we have practice and everybody's done, and we have those you know gone. We have those lights on, like feel the dreams out there. You hear all the um, you know, you know, different um, you know, crickets or whatever going on, you know, around the area and stuff like that. It's pretty nice, but you have to have a mutual agreement, though, um, from from the, um, the other school that they're willing to play them. Yeah. Coach, uh, one thing I've I've been meaning to ask uh, baseball coaches uh, this year, because um, I keep when I watch the pro game, uh, a lot of guys say oh, the game's changing and the game's changing, and there's a lot more strikeouts and there's a lot more home runs. And the game's changing. Is that starting to trickle down at all? Or are guys like getting a little too obsessed? Or, or certain did guys occasionally get a little too obsessed with the long ball? Do they forget about station to station baseball and things in that nature at this level? Or is that something that uh, I assume coaches are probably all over it still to still have that done? But it, do you think there's going to be a shift where, where guys are worried about their launch angles and things like that eventually? Or are they going to continue just to, you know, play the game the, the way it should be, kind of just the way it should be played? You know, the basics, the fundamentals, learn things. And, and then kind of go from there? You know, I spoke with uh, uh, Randy Whitehouse in the Sun Journal a little bit about this, um, an article a couple weeks ago, and uh, we're not really teaching launch angle. Um, you know, I know Grant swings 
you know, a pretty good launch angle. You only get to hold the one and it goes a long ways. But I, mean, I don't want to, I'm not going to teach my 130, 140 pound shortstop or second baseman to try to swing to the fences. Um, I want them to go up there with the idea of get a good pitch to hit, make good solid contact, be aggressive if you, if you get a good pitch. Um, and I, I always look at the doubles, triples, home runs just come naturally. Um, we're not actually trying to swing to, to put the ball in the fence, but if we look at hard contact, we, we've been, we've had a couple of our younger guys who have hit the ball really, really hard this spring, and they don't have as many um, hits to show for it yet. And I've been, you know, really encouraging them, saying, "Hey, look, let's look at, you know, if nine times up in the first two games, you had five hard hits. That's what we're looking at. We're not looking at whether you're hitting, you know, home runs, doubles, things like that. We want to go up there with good quality at bats." And hit the ball hard, and good things will, will happen for you. It's just you have to be patient and just stay with the process of, of getting a good pitch to hit, um, you know, and really looking for hard contact. Um, so I think the, the, the piece of the game that has changed a little bit, I think about, you know, 12, 13 years ago at Poland, um, that the whole piece about moving base runners, I will say uh, people nowadays a little bit, um, they may not want to, put down a bunt here or there to move a guy because everybody really wants to go up there and, and just hit the ball and things like that. So sometimes that comes into play a little bit. This team I'm actually pretty excited about because I don't see that kind of um, attitude from them. They're, they're really they've gelled well together this spring already, and they seem to do, hey, whatever we need, we'll do. But sometimes that will creep in a little bit that people just, um, it's more of an instant gratification era where it's hard to see, okay, if I move this guy, my, my teammate can pick me up by knocking him in or things like that. So talking with Dave Jordan. He is the head baseball coach of the Edward Little Red Eddies. No game today, I'm guessing, but uh, they'll be they'll be back at it again soon. They'll be back at it again soon. Yeah. Co- oh, coach, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Hey, great talk with you guys and uh, yeah, anything you guys need if you want to talk again later in the season. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll get back we'll, to you. Uh, we will definitely see you soon. Thank you very much. All right. Great. Thank you. Thank you. That is Dave Jordan. He is the head baseball coach for the Edward Little Red Eddies here on the B-List Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios.